This is a Rooster Teeth production. Uh, this show is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Keep your private information private. Protect yourself from hackers. Don't let them steal your information. Go to expressvpn.com slash rttv to learn more. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. I'm Gus. I'm Gavit. I'm John. I'm Barbara. That was so fast. And I'm Gus. You did there's, that without there, a teleprompter. There's a hair on my mic. Oh, I, I've, I've done... There it is. I've done that read there. Oh, it was, it was an eyelash. I've done that read so many <laughs> yeah. times uh. that uh, I know. Actually, I was reading it, then I peeked real fast. What, I was like, what does it say on the lower third? Okay, it's the financial <laughs> details one. Like, I can go. I had to do that last week. Oh, actually, Eric did it for me. Mm. For some reason, he thought I said Eric do it for me, but I said, I got to do this before the show starts. Um. And so the camera was on me ready to do the ex- ExpressVPN read. And then he started reading it when the camera cut to me. <laughs> but it was great because he could see the copy and I oh, couldn't. Yeah. So it worked out. Yeah. I, I'm gonna make a, a a weird confession that is gonna just tell you volumes about my stupidity and mundanity. Um, I like memorizing lines and words. Mm. Like I like that act. I know. I know what saying that <laughs> seems like. It's like what a goddamn. Why would nerd. you torture yourself with that? I like it. It's it's something about that act of just the repetition and 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 taking something and, and writing on your on your mind. I love that. I love it. It's fantastic. We got to give you more lines and stuff then. Like I, you we, heard it here. John, give give the, all the exposition dialogue. I, no, I, I do. Done. I actually like we uh, we are we were presenting uh, a bunch of our podcasts on this this uh, at this presentation thing, and yes. and they're 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 for like um, advertisers to try to buy you know space and like that. And so they asked me to like be the host of this presentation. There's a bunch of pre-recorded stuff, and one and the top of it was a two-paragraph long monologue. About the roost, our our network, and all that kind of stuff, and I memorized it, and I really liked memorizing it, and it like it tickles the part of my brain that like sends like serotonin and stuff. <laughs> Do I don't st- know why. Yeah, Do you still remember it? Go. No, I don't remember uh, it at all at this out. point. Um, it's out. Well, in, in chat, Vosh the Stampede says, a true theater kid. Once the votes yeah. are read, the decision is final. The person voted out will be asked to leave the travel counselor <laughs> immediately. I'll read the votes. But that's like, <laughs> Every part, <laughs> this is something completely wait. different, but in Survivor, and we'll talk about this later, I'm sure, I have memorized. So Jeff Probst says the same thing for every action in the show, like step by step, like when he's getting them in for the challenges, he looks down and he says, come in, guys. Every time mm-hmm. when he does the votes thing, he says it the same way, yeah. the same thing yeah. every time. And I have to say it with him. That's what I. That's Why does he even show up? Why don't they just play <laughs> clips? Or like from previous seasons. At yeah. this point, they should have like they should be able to reconstruct him, like a three D version <laughs> of him. Like he said enough things where they can re- they can make him say anything. It's like a hologram. They could just cut to him on a single, but just have someone different in all the wides. And I don't think anyone would care. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> One, I loved that part. That was probably my only part of on the spot that I loved. Was the memorization. Memorization of like just giving out the just like spouting out the rules of the game and everything like that. I like that. But two, you just made me think about something with the, the talking about like if they just use clips of him. I saw another like nightmarish clip or, or an article that was a, a, a highlighting a new development in deepfake technology mm-hmm. for you, good use. Mm-hmm. But as deepfake technology improves, it still scares me. Doesn't matter how much the good use is, but they were, they were, they were using it to, um, for, uh, uh re, Dubbed movies, changing the lips to actually follow oh. the dubs as well. And they were using a clip from, uh, yeah. what's the Jack Nicholson, uh, You Can't Handle the Truth? Good Few Good Men. Few Good Men. They were using that as a clip and showing another language, and they changed Jack Nicholson's mouth there, to match the language. There was one wow. film, one Miyazaki film, I forget which one, it was either Spirited Away 
or Princess Mononoke, I want to say it was Spirited Away, where when they wrote the English translated script for the voice actors to do, they tried to write it in a way that matched the Japanese animated mouths. So it's like... Yeah, they, they had to like slightly change what was being said. Right. But don't they, don't they normally out. do that a little bit? I think they do that with a lot of stuff. Oh, do they? Oh, maybe I, I thought of lots of times like it just doesn't necessarily sync up, but I know for a fact in that one, it's like they made sure that the script was written to match up uh, with the mouths. I'll match that with another interesting dubbing fact. Uh, do you remember... <laughs> I'll match your fact. That, that's what we do on the RT podcast, right? We're all supposed to just... Fact match. match. Right? So yep. you need to follow up after me, Barb, okay? Okay, fuck. I'll start thinking about fact. <laughs> I fold. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'll see you in the next round. Right? I'm tall. Yeah. Remember Secret of Noon, the, yeah. the Don Bluth uh, yeah. cartoon? I read that um, book. I loved it. They originally named... Mrs. Frisbee in the rats in him. She's, the fr- she's Mrs. Frisbee... But then when they made the movie, they're like, we can't just have people saying Frisbee, a brand of a toy, over and over again. So that's why in the movie... It's the secret of Nim. And they had already they had already animated it, and they had already even recorded most of it. And so you watch it, they had changed it to Miss Brisbee oh. to, to, like, fix that. But it was like a later on, like, someone came in and was like, can't just say, like... But it's F-R-I-S-B-Y. It's not E-E, right? But they were saying, I, I, I'm sorry, this is a fact that I, I heard from some documentary where it said, like, it was Frisbee, they changed it because of the toy, because they couldn't just say Frisbee over and over again. Mm. Or they didn't want to. Maybe they didn't want to. Maybe that's the phrase. In the notebook. Yes! They actually, <laughs> fun fact, they filmed the movie backwards uh, because uh, Ryan Gosling had to play a younger less lean version of himself because the movie it happens over a course of time. Oh, he's a little frumpy at the end. At the end, he's a little more muscular, more big, rugged and stuff like that. <clears throat> and he lost weight and muscle mass to play a younger version of himself at the beginning of the movie. So they actually filmed it backwards. Next. That is that is uh, really good. <laughs> That's fact. the opposite of Castaway. Castaway, they filmed the... They filmed it forwards? <laughs> That's Wait, the opposite maybe of they most didn't. movies. They took, <laughs> Castaway, they took a big break in the middle for... Tom Hanks to get yeah because they because that's what it was is like yeah, he, makes, he looked how he was and then he's on the island for I don't know how long he was on the island couple I think years it's I think. four years yeah. no it's a so couple then years. five years they needed him to like get skinny from being like you know starved on the island yeah. get super tan and get toned and so they they took a break <laughs> four years and then he did that four and he went and did that look at that wow. You learn so don't ever don't let anyone ever tell you this is not educational. <laughs> don't let anyone tell you that we get the facts wrong about anything ever here. Devin, how much weight did you have to gain for laser team? Um six pounds, but only in my genital region. <laughs> and then it was cut from the movie. It was. Oh yeah. You were oh man, you were walking around with that thing hanging out of your pants like during the Right. I don't know if you guys remember that. You're gonna clarify what you're talking yes. about. Yes, <laughs> Gavin's character in in the first Laser Team movie, or I guess technically both, because you're playing the same character in both, is supposed to just have like a comically large dick. Yes. And so they gave him a prosthetic. A prosthetic, which would just be like, I guess, because it was more comfortable, just yeah. Hanging the out the, of the downside the to it was that it would smush my regular penis out to the side, so it never looked right. I either had like a big long schlong with like a two bulges because <laughs> one was my real bulge <laughs> so just in between i would just pull it out because it was comfortable to walk around without it smashing my genitals you ever down. pull out the other one accidentally <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> whoops <laughs> sorry that was uh, yeah. good times you can just tell people it was deep faked yeah and then the second one i don't think i even wore it i think it probably got it yeah. was, it was removed it was, it was, cut, it was cut yeah, it was, it was completely cut from the movie. Where's my? Where's your? You don't have your sound machine. <laughs> just like you and Bloodfest. Yeah. Oh. 
I was the dick that was cut out of blood. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Uh, Thank you, Mike. It's much fancier than my room. So, oh, I should mention this thing. I, I got something in the mail, and uh, there was no note with it. So I, uh, you know, we get mail here at the studio, and it was a box that someone had sent me uh, via UPS, I think. And I opened it up, and uh, it was this. Wait, that. It's like a, what, how, how would you describe this? It's Is like someone a trying to tell you that you're a lot to handle? Oh, it's a no, it looks like a big handle. A, yeah, big, like a big handle. C-shaped handle. Of a, for a giant's cupboard. What is that? There was no note in is the box. Is it like something that would be on the underside of a vehicle so you could step up into it? What the hell is that? Uh, and it, yeah, it's just like, it's kind of rubber. It's a little flimsy. Oh, it's and rubbery. Loose. Yeah. Oh. Like, oh, you can like stretch it, it and bend it. Metal this whole time. Is uh, it like the, the, the tips are metal, like where it connects to whatever it attached to. You can see there's like little holes for it to screw onto something. Is it maybe like a USB 4 cable? Advanced <laughs> technology. <laughs> so, uh, I dug around in the box and under one of the cardboard flaps was this little dirty piece of paper. <laughs> what the hell is this? Uh, so I started looking at this little dirty piece of paper <laughs> to figure out what the hell this <laughs> object was. And uh, apparently this is a part of a Boeing 737. Oh. This is a plane part. This came off of a U.S. Airways plane that flew between 1990 and 2017 before it was taken apart. But where? But I don't know what part this yeah. is. <laughs> Someone just sent me like a random 737 part. And it's just like. What if that's just the uh, the handle they had in the restroom to help you get up off of the seat? <laughs> yeah, what if it's like, there's, there's a, like a there, bug gasket or something? There's a part number on here? I, like, I don't know. Maybe it's the steering wheel. <laughs> it was removed by Jimmy, it says. I guess it's like this is the They have to fill the out the tag. Jimmy, every, Jimmy bit? every piece? You yeah. can't just like. Oh my God, just blow it up. Throw it out. It's got the serial number, the tag number, the part number. Someone's saying it's a waveguide. Yes, it does say waveguide, but what does that mean? I did, have you Googled the, what waveguide is? Yeah, I did. Uh, where is it? There's a little tag right here. It says waveguide engineering and manufacturing. I thought that was a company, maybe. Waveguide. Well, everyone keeps saying waveguide, waveguide. Uh, so. Yeah, people are saying waveguide. Well, what, what is, is a waveguide? Wave <laughs> where, where on oh, the plane is this? It's for the radio system. system. Usually radar. Work. Usually radar. Radar? This, this looks just like a... I thought... Someone use this to climb in and out, like, from a maintenance hat. <laughs> you it. should be careful with it, because a plane might try and land on you. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you keep shaking it like that. Yeah, that works. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll, uh, I don't know. We'll post some photos on it in the Black Box Down uh, social media or something. That's cool. I don't know if this is Black Box Down related at all, but are you guys going to talk about the rocket from China? Oh, yeah, that just happened, didn't it? I guess, no, I guess I mean, it's not airplane related. Spacecraft didn't have a black box. Is, Aeronautics. That's yeah, spacecraft is, is totally different. I don't, like, I don't understand that nearly the same uh but that's that's interesting i mean stuff always comes back right to or well not always but stuff will a lot of times come back to earth and it's just i guess irresponsible the way that it, it came back like it wasn't con in a controlled manner well didn't something happen with like the like when it was ascending yeah they said like there was it, some kind of malfunction it malfun like it came off too early or too late or, yeah. or something like the, that the crazy part to me about all that was too late how they don't know when it's going to crash or, or where, where it's going to until like at the very end. They're like, there's like this long wave all around the <laughs> earth. It's like, it's going to happen somewhere yeah. around here. We'll know as the time draws closer. I definitely like, uh, saw a video about it online at like 
one in the morning when I was already feeling kind of anxious and I was just like, I'm going to watch some videos just to kind of like relax and like whatever. <laughs> and then it's just like, there's a rocket that's hurtling from space. Nobody knows when or when and when or where it's going to land. So enjoy. I'll be honest. I, I left my house twice and looked up just in case. <laughs> but for, for a while, like one of the potential lines came over like that Central was, Texas. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, I'll probably just glance the sky when I go out yeah. just yeah. in case. I know how Wait, like... What's, to, to what end? Glancing the sky. Look up, just see if you see anything. You're gonna, you're you gonna don't want to jump be, out of the way. You don't want to be caught off guard. If you're going to be crushed yes, by do. a ten-story railing, you want to be able to see it because nope. it look cool. Don't want to see it because if I don't see it, then <laughs> then there's there's no moment my, that where my body is aware of it, and we just we just say bye bye to John, and John doesn't realize. Every noise gruesome. You know, you like see like Nest doorbell footage of people walking out and slipping on ice, and it's yeah. funny. Or the delivery person drops the pizza against the door. Yeah. <laughs> just seeing the same kind of footage, but just it's like, wham! like a shitload of metal from just space. obliterated a mustachioed man. He didn't <laughs> see it coming. It was moments like that, though, that I know that uh, I could explain that my anxiety is unreasonable, where it's just like, am I really anxious about this rocket hitting me? Out of every single fucking place it could hit on this Earth, which is what? 95% one, ocean one of the lines did come through like central Texas I close know. to Austin. I know but it's like you're not helping Are like microscopic yeah. like it's not gonna happen. Yeah, but it, was, that's... it was non-zero Everything is non-zero right no, I mean, to an most extent things. But it is, it is a good point there are how many people seven something billion people something like that Yeah, and that's just taken into account the pieces of earth occupied by humans right which Doesn't we account for like most of the ocean yeah. exactly Exactly. So, but still, it, it did end up what uh, crashed like twenty-seven miles from. Yeah, wasn't it, was in it the near the Maldives? Maldives? Yeah, Maldives. Maldives. It was about twenty-seven miles away from where people actually did live. So, yeah, even though the ocean does cover that much, those people had a much great. They, oh, they, did, they, they almost got hit. Did it? So it's it's crashed. It's yeah. landed. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 It, it landed on Sunday. Saturday night. Saturday night. Sunday morning. Go on. Go about yeah. your day. We're all fine. There was a fish somewhere though that was tripping out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was some other fish saying, there's a non-zero chance you're going to get hit. Yeah. Wham, right in the little fish the head. The fish like, it's probably going to hit a human somewhere on yeah. land. <laughs> I think I could almost, at this point, think, t thinking about like that uh, uh, line of reasoning you went through with watching that video that late night, I can now almost like pinpoint, when did John get his anxiety? And it was the day that my science teacher in third grade told us that someday the sun is going to explode and end <laughs> all of existence. And it didn't matter that they said it was like, could be, it's going to be millions of years from now. My brain went, we're all going to die. Everything's going away. And I just went straight down this anxiety-riddled nihilistic hole. But the sun is good when it's exploding. We like it exploding. <laughs> it's exploding right now. Right. If it goes out, that's the bad bit. That's the bad bit. <laughs> or if it goes um, supernova. But that, that can't, was... I don't think. I, I, I feel like that might be a common fear yeah. when you teach kids like, stuff well, I think like kids that. don't understand time like that. No. Yeah, it's like... Well, it's just, I mean... It, you are the center of your own universe. So, like, if you hear about anything happening or the possibility of something happening, you think about, oh, that's going to happen to me. Well, I'm the center of a lot of universes. <laughs> I just want to make sure. You are, you are my sun and stars, Gus. <laughs> Everyone. This episode of the Teeth Podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Making websites on your own is hard. There's a ton of awful website building platforms out there with limited features to make ugly, poorly optimized sites. Lucky for you, though, Squarespace has got your back. Squarespace is the go-to all-in-one platform to build beautiful online presences or run your business. Squarespace seriously has everything you can need to build a website that suits your needs from small businesses to content creators, you name it. Uh, they got member areas so you can connect with your audience and generate revenue through gated members-only content. 
we know a thing or two about that. Uh, interested in building that community? Squarespace also offers blogging and commenting features, so you can create a community through threaded comments, replies, likes, you know, stuff people like. Uh, plus, they have a traffic overview feature, so you can actually see how much your community has grown uh, over time. Squarespace is super simple to use, optimizes everything. It's all point and click. There's no coding required. Um, it's so easy. Anyone could do it. We should have Gavin do it sometime. Uh, head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash roosterteeth. Save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Did I tell you that <laughs> I, had a, I had a dream a couple of years ago that I wasn't in? <laughs> like I wasn't even the main character. <laughs> Great. I've had, I've had those before. So you were just watching other people. Yeah, it was just like a something? movie, but like I didn't play yeah. any part. Do you do you think that maybe you stole someone else's dream? I think so. I think you were waving that around that I picked up someone else's <laughs> the wind dream. Guy and I picked it up. It was just yeah. I put this on my head, and you put your head on the other one. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll take your dreams. That was uh, the plot of a failed but still uh, published TV movie based on Generation X, an X-Men title. Oh. This was like prior to anything successful or Marvel or anything like that as far as movies and TV, but they had a, a is either a movie or a miniseries that was Generation X, and the villain made a machine that allowed him to travel through people's dreams. Like Freddy Krueger. And nightmares. Yeah, but it wasn't as scary as that. It was more like he went there to like steal secrets You also stuff. got an Inception, like, which Incep is yeah. all about that, right? Well, two. Or uh, a degree. Jim Carrey's the Riddler in Batman Forever. Mm, the king himself. So there's no original ideas then. Everyone just stole everyone else's idea. No, they're still their dreams. The Generation X <laughs> TV film was original, Gus. Okay, we have to have one. Because it has to come from somewhere. Um, speaking of original things, I, I solved a mystery recently. Congratulations. I'm very proud of this. Oh. This, this is something I brought up a couple of times <gasps> on the podcast. Yeah. Yes. I kept finding little letters around my house. <laughs> you like, heard about this, John? Like, I, I think I heard about this. Tiny. I don't, how, how big is that? Like less than maybe a centimeter? Yeah, like a little N. Like, yeah, stuff. I found the letter B, the letter N, and the letter S. Like all over the course of a couple of months. I mean, maybe trying to spell weeks. boners. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> I just couldn't figure out where these letters were coming from. And uh, a week or two ago... I'm gonna try like two weeks ago, two or three weeks ago, in my living room, uh, under or like right next to the coffee table, there was a letter O. And I was like, oh shit, the letters are back. <laughs> he literally texted me, yeah. Gavin, saying, oh yeah. shit, they're back. They're back. So, so then at this point, we're at B N S O. And then like, Bongos. snob. And then like five minutes later, I found another O on my couch. Snoop. So it was B N S O O. And at this point, once I found the second O, I knew exactly where all these letters were coming from. It all from. came together. It all came As soon as I found that second O, you I was like... You texted us, I think, two minutes after you said they're back, being like, I figured it I out! I figured it out. I was so happy. B-N-S-O-O. It was my shorts. Bonobos. What part of the shorts? <laughs> There's like the little, the, oh the little logo above the pocket. God. <laughs> it has little raised letters. Those were the shorts. They were blue shorts I was wearing that oh day. I love that they didn't get stuck in the washing machine. They were actually just shedding out they in the world. Out in the world. Oh, you can see B-N-S-O-O. -O. <laughs> 
didn't we ask if like you had any clothing that had lettering on it or shoes? And you're like, no. I don't think I did. Like I those I own. A I couple. guess like on the back, it's hard to really. Right. Think Plus, about. I own a couple pairs of shorts from that company. This is the only pair that has raised letters like that. None of my other shorts from that. That's such brand. a design flaw because have surely that. whenever you bend over, it's gonna strain the tops and bottoms of each letter and ping them off. That must be. What? You've been Why? bending over a lot. Yeah. Did you just peel the the other two letters off by yourself just no, to? They're still on there. Still there. So and then uh, uh, once once I figured that out, you know, Esther asked, "Are you gonna tell the story in the podcast?" I said, "Yeah," and she said, "Is it just gonna seem like some really lame like advertising marketing you put by Bonobo?" If only, if like, only you got paid for this. Anti marketing, because someone's like, "Why do I want those shorts? The letters are just gonna." <laughs> <laughs> shed everywhere. <laughs> They're great shorts, but yeah, I mean, the, buy the ones that don't have the the raised letters on them. It's a nice, satisfying ending to that mystery. Yeah, at least like it's super anticlimactic. There's no, it wasn't anything fantastic. There's nothing crazy about it. It's just like, oh yeah, it was my shorts the whole time. Because I had a mystery once that was just never solved. Remember when I had that little puddle that kept showing up oh, in that yeah. same spot in my apartment? Never figured, never figured it out. Never figured it out. Oh, you still did. To this day, don't, Why don't I live know? there anymore? Maybe it came from your shorts. I think something, something we should do is the three of us should start planting other letters <laughs> in Gus's house that are the same shape and sizes. That would require us to actually have ever set foot inside of Gus's house. <laughs> no, never. Uh, so I've yeah. gotten close to being inside your house. Oh yeah, you picked something up there. Yep, that's about I was as in, close as I've gotten. Wow, well, I was in your house people. several houses ago. Yeah, a long time ago. <clears throat> yeah. No. Uh, whenever I moved to Austin, I, I think I visited you and Esther one time. Um, like that the first old blue year. house? <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I had a crazy little coincidence happen. Nothing happened, but a little discovery. The other day when um, Jeff and I were doing that stream on the Bleepface stream, it just came up in conversation about how we wished that Let's Plays were online when we were kids. Because oh. one of my favorite games as a child was... Abe's Odyssey, which was uh, yeah. one of like it was like on the Never first PlayStation yeah. demo disc or something. It had like a nice little demo, and I well, had that wasn't on the original Xbox. It was Munch's Odyssey? Oh, anyway, go ahead. Munch's Odyssey yeah, was yeah, Xbox. Yeah. Abe's Odyssey was like 1997 or yes. something. So I would just I didn't have a PlayStation. I'd go to my friend's house and I would just play the demo for Abe's Odyssey over and over and over again. And then I bought the game on the PC because I didn't have a PlayStation. And this was years later, and I just loved the game. It was like one of those games you play as a kid, you just fall in love with it. Yeah. So I played it so many times. And then they put out a sequel called Abe's Exodus, but I couldn't afford it because I was like 10. So I was just like, oh man, I guess I'll just keep playing Abe's Odyssey. <laughs> so and I was demo. really trying to find a friend who had Abe's Exodus and never knew anyone who had it. And then in 2014, they re-released Abe's Odyssey and they called it Oddworld New and Tasty. It was like a PlayStation oh, 4 version remake of the first game. And then last week, we, we just came up a conversation on the stream. And I was like, we're talking about Abe's Odyssey. I was like, oh, shit, why didn't they remake Abe's Exodus remaster? Because now I can afford it. Yeah. So I, I was just like Googling around. And I was like, oh, it seems they announced a game called Oddworld Soulstorm in 2016. And it's going to be a reimagining of Abe's Exodus. But it never came out. And I was like, oh, wait. It came out last week. Wow. And I was like, what? what the chances that I'm like for the first time in years thinking about Ace Odyssey and there's a new Oddworld game for me to a play. A week ago. And I bought it and I've been playing it. And I had that same like nostalgic feel. Like, you know, when you play something new, but it feels exactly how it did when you were a kid. And I was just like, it's a new Abe game. <laughs> and I was just really excited and I love it. It's a. Do you think if you had Let's Plays as a kid and were like able to see the whole 
walkthrough of the entire game, you would have cared at all anymore? Or because you hadn't yeah, played it? Yeah, I, I just feel like if there's any franchises I loved as a kid, I'm just going to get them no matter what. Yeah. They just, they're in. It was the same when I played Super Mario Odyssey. What was the new one? Is yes. Odyssey? Yeah. Odyssey? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, another, another Odyssey. I was gonna say you were questioning whether or not another Odyssey. Could but happen. I hadn't played. I hadn't played like Sunshine or Galaxy. I just played Mario sixty four, and then I didn't play a three D Mario game for years. Jeez. And then when I played Odyssey, I was like, he has all the same moves as Mario sixty four, and I was just like oh, jumping around. Sounds. I was doing like the triple jump and side flips. I was like, I just feel so right. But it looks so good. It's just yeah. such an exciting like, feeling it's to such me. Such a good. It's such a good looking game. It's a great looking game. But anyway, Oddworld Soulstorm is really fun. <laughs> And out now. World Soul Storm. Yeah. I had something similar happen years ago, years ago, like in the early 2000s before Rooster Teeth. I remember one time I was like driving around my car in Austin and I was thinking of like, what was it? Uh, there was like a band that was popping in the late 90s, Better Than Ezra. And I was like, you know, a lot of bands come through Austin. I was like, oh, I wonder if they were going to play a show in Austin. I'd like, to, I'd like to see them in concert. It's so like, I went home, looked it up online. It's like, oh, they just played last week. I missed them. <laughs> They were literally in town two days ago. And Isn't that I, weird? <laughs> you can, you just like come back around at the same time as something happens. I, 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 I got the the opposite uh, of that, um, which was a good experience with something like that, where um, it just a, a, a band that I had known for forever since like you know high school and everything like that. Um, but it, I, I've, I've mo- majority of my life has been defined by not having money to spend on much recreational mm-hmm. things. I've lived quite a a paycheck to paycheck kind of life, uh, and and even growing up, I, my father's a, a pastor, not exactly a, a lucrative industry uh, in that the day. Nowadays, you can be quite a rich pastor. Um, he's a rich pastor, and he's gone to. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that song was. You're a rich, rich girl. girl. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why it came to mind. <laughs> Cut away. <laughs> Cut away. <laughs> um, so no singing. I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> if you call that singing, I have questions for you. <laughs> More whole notes. No, well, I, you, you talk about like uh, you couldn't like just go and buy any game you want. And same thing. I, I, I've very limited uh, experience with video games growing up. Just like whatever was available is what I got to play, you know, that was that was on sale or cheap or something my parents could afford. Anyways, didn't go to very many concerts, didn't go to that, do those, those kind of things growing up because I didn't have money for that kind of thing. But then I, I started uh, uh, dating someone uh, just before the pandemic uh, hit us, um, like the September beforehand, and she managed to get, uh, in February, right before we all Everything sheltered. Where it all yeah. started, yeah. Um, she got... Tickets to go see Dashboard Confessional. Um, and I am such a little emo boy who loved Dashboard Confessional all my, all my life, uh, all, ever since high school and everything like that. And so, it was, it was, so it's, it's funny to think that I've, I've liked these, this, this guy since like I was 15. And like I saw him when I'm 35. Like, yeah. like I've probably seen him much sooner than that. <laughs> but it, was, it still managed to be like one of the most magical moments ever because it was like it was during February of like 20. 20, I guess, uh, and it, it was freezing, and we were, we were an outdoor concert, oh, and it gosh. actually started, like, snowing a little bit during the concert, which was cold, but magical, yeah. <laughs> when, when snow was still magical and not trying to kill us. <laughs> it literally <laughs> doing one year. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, it, was, it was, like, f- coming full circle of, like, being a, f- a fan of this for forever and just finding, like, oh, I finally saw them in concert, this band that has been around for, 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 for ages. That's cool. You've completed that quest now. I have. I saw, uh, years ago when I was still in college, I saw U2 uh, in concert in Houston. 
and it was the strangest opening acts leading up to like this U2 concert. The first opening act was Mazzy Star. I was like, like fade into you. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, it's like kind of like moody, low energy stuff. The next opening act was Smash Mouth. A <laughs> <laughs> little and bit of a tonal shift. <laughs> so I've, I've seen Smash Mouth in concert because I opened for U2 in Houston. <laughs> and then it was U2. It was like the weirdest concert lineup ever. Uh, we saw Smash Mouth live. Because we of, did. Because of kind of funny prom. At the kind of funny prom, <laughs> they had Smash Mouth. Yeah. Did they really? Yeah. I, well, I don't even if I knew that. Wait, it was the singer of Smash Mouth. I want to say the singer and like one band member. Yeah. But they stay played. Yeah. yeah. So, and you know, just the mouth. It's just the mouth part. Now it's Smash Mouth. I don't think we like Smash Mouth anymore because it's. It I was think, like. I think they turned out to be like. Sm- oh, did something happen? They, they, I think they supported some some things we don't support. Oh. Um, or at least the lead singer did. But still seeing Smash Mouth, like they they played like all the hits. But the funny thing was that they didn't play. Uh, <laughs> was it All Star? Yeah. They did at the end. Oh no! Until the end, but they played like. 10 songs and every time they got to a new song and it wasn't all star we're just like come on yeah you would think that that would be their opening it, okay. yeah and so since it wasn't their opening they were like it's our closer people will leave if we play yeah. this song okay yeah. <laughs> uh, it's pretty cool oh yeah i saw also a... the most random place to be seeing just a band that you listened to as a kid i yeah. saw cisco at that kind of funny live <laughs> yeah event they did. there you go yeah i was like some kids I, like, I was like backstage and like cisco was there like Oh my god! <laughs> I was gonna say like, it seems like kind of funny. His friends with a lot of like '90s and early 2000s <laughs> superstars. They just pull that stunts. They just pull stunts with '90s and 2000s. That's uh, who sculpted them. That's, yeah. People. Well, I I mean, me too. You too, probably. Yeah, my weird. But not you too. My weird. Yeah. Um, you as well. I because I feel like you you end up do if you go to events like that, you end up seeing live music that you would never intend to go to, like the opening so, acts. Yeah, like I went to see a stand-up comedian called. Uh, Peter Kay in England, but Rick Astley was the warm-up, and <laughs> that was one of the first. I think it was the first live music I ever saw was Rick Astley singing "Never Gonna Give You Up." What year was that? Was it was it a meme at that yeah, point yet? No, it couldn't have been. No, I think it already. I think Rick Rolling had already been around. Oh, okay. If oh. it was if it was two thousands, and the other one was I was at the Streamies, and Starship just came out and started singing a "We Built This City." <laughs> What's the other one? What's the other Starship hit? Um, the they played two. I recognize both songs. Yeah, I like, I'm... the two that probably everyone would yeah. recognize. Like, Nothing's gonna. St- the That's yep. the one. Gonna yeah, from the movie Mannequin. And I tell you, I tell you, everyone was on their feet. People standing on the chairs. It was ape shit. I was like, this is an experience that yeah. I don't think I could have sought out myself because <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna well, be buying Starship sh- at the streamies too. It's probably different now with a lot of like younger creators starting up, but like. The streamies used to be all people kind of around our age who grew up with the same type of music and like TV and movies and everything like that. So you just put a band that everyone listened to when they were younger and you get people to go apeshit. It's probably like Smash Mouth that kind of funny. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, here's a bunch of millennials. So mm-hmm. I think it's also the you. like with the Smash Mouth thing, it also is like, what's a band we could afford? What's what's someone <laughs> that our budget can can get? We can't get you two. <laughs> well, maybe now Smash Mouth. <laughs> yeah, know. people in the chat are talking about Pizza K. It was actually for the uh, the DVD recording of that stand up tour. Oh, and nice. the, that was I think I mentioned this before. At the beginning, he grabs one of the cameras because he's in front of the big screen. It was like O2 Arena. It was like you know like the old Millennium Dome, massive mm-hmm. venue. And he just pulls out a camera and he just starts zooming in on people in the audience. He's like, look at her, and then he goes. 
and he shot, he put it right on me and my brother. Yep. We were just like, <laughs> yeah, we, I think we've shown that clip on the podcast yeah. before or like found it and played yeah. it. Oh, did it made the cut on the DVD? Yeah, yeah but the thing, it's like there were thousands there of people. Were, I don't know what, like, what is the, uh, I don't know how many people fit inside the O2, O2? Arena. That's but big. It like, is. I want to say tens of massive. thousands. Yeah. Uh, I want to say 30. Something 30, like 000? that. It's huge. Yeah. The chances of that is I mean, astronomical. It could only zoom so far. So he is zooming in on like 20, probably 15 people. Gotcha. But we are in that frame. Gotcha. And it was like, what are the chances of that? That's crazy. Yeah. That's bonkers. That's the uh, uh, same chances of getting hit by a rocket ship from trying to fall into space. <laughs> this episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by DoorDash. Anyone who's ever eaten food with someone else is familiar with the age old question that started thousands of arguments What do you want for dinner? Uh, if that resonated with you, and I know it did, you need DoorDash. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, there's something for everyone on DoorDash. DoorDash connects you with restaurants you love right now, right to your door. Uh, and now you can get grocery essentials with DoorDash. You get drinks, snacks, other household items delivered in under an hour. Ordering's easy. You just open the DoorDash app, choose what you want from where you want, and your items will be left safely outside your door with contactless delivery drop-off setting. DoorDash is easy to use, has pretty much everything I want. Even with dietary restrictions, simple to get exactly what you want, all at the tap of your phone. And for a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more. When you download the DoorDash app, enter code ROOSTER2021. That's 25% off, up to $10 value, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code ROOSTER2021. That's this year. Did you know that? Don't forget, that's code ROOSTER, the number two, the number zero, the number two, and the number one for 25% off your first order of DoorDash. Subject to change, terms apply. <laughs> we, we looked at, before we did uh, RTX London, you know, when we were doing uh, site visits, like O2 Arena is one of the places that we looked at at possibly having the event there. Really? Yeah. It's oh, close expensive. by, isn't it? It's like right, yeah, right across the water uh, yeah. there uh, from uh, Excel. Uh, it was expensive, but that venue is so cool. So we did like the tour, like the backstage <laughs> stuff, like all the technical things. And like there are hidden rooms backstage. So it's like there's hidden rooms that lead to hidden rooms. It's for, like for like security. Yeah. What's is it like back of? a house kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, it's like, oh, like, here's the fake green room. And then if you pass through this door over here, here's uh, another one. But if you want to, like, escape from people who maybe have come in here, you just do this. And then you can go into this other room. That's <laughs> <laughs> like rooms after rooms after rooms. What the hell? Yeah, it's like all the way through. It's like, oh, man, this place is really I bet cool. You, I bet you loved that. Oh, you know I did. Yeah, I bet you were I, all over that. I've always wanted to have, like, secret rooms in my house where it's like a bookcase <laughs> or something that blocks things <laughs> off. And, just like the idea of you getting just every door is a bookcase. You're like, why is there so many bookcases? I just have a lot of no books. reason. <laughs> I just like, like I books. love reading. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's 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 that's one of those like interesting experiences. Like I never would have imagined that that's a place I would go to and then see things like that. Yeah, like it's such an iconic venue. There's so many things that have happened there. So why don't we do it there? Too expensive. Uh, well, it was expensive, but also it's like the way. It's a great venue, but there's no, like, big panel rooms. Like, if we were going to have oh. big panels, they would have to be on the floor of O2, and they would have to have, like, multiple... Like, the sound would bleed over yeah. into different uh, panel rooms. <laughs> it's like, it, Right. For the way that we do events, it just didn't work. Yeah. Mm. I had a, an interesting experience at the last RTX London we had. I, don't, I think you guys were there. I don't think you were there. Maybe The last London one? The last one. I was. You were? Where... I don't know what was going on. I was having like gut issues for like a week or two leading up to it. You were shitting? No shitting. No shitting. Zero shitting. Wow. Um, well, maybe not zero, but not enough. 
basically is what it comes down <laughs> to. Uh, and then like one of the days during the event, I started feeling like lightheaded and weak and like I was going to throw up. Mm -hmm. And I went to, they had like an emergency clinic in the convention center and they were like, yeah, you know, you're, you have a bit of a temperature, so it could be like an intestinal infection. So you Fun. should probably go to like the emergency care. And so I had to do that instead of going to the VIP party. And they had given me some medication for the next day to take. And so I had to basically tell everyone on every panel that I was on, hey, guys, I might shit myself during this <laughs> panel. So uh, just pretend like nothing's happening and just go about your day. Uh, did it happen? Uh, luckily, later in the evening. I got sick one year when we were at Akon in Dallas. And I had to tell everyone, like, I may have to run off the panel and run to go vomit. But oh, if you, I do, I'll be right back. You did, though. Didn't and you? then I did. Like, partway through the panel, I got really sick. And it's like, I had to bolt it out of there. I, like, I, I knew where the, I had found the closest bathroom backstage, ran to the bathroom, vomited, and then came back out. I was like, all right, all right, got it out. All good. I was there. I was, there. I was in the audience for some reason in that one. It was like 2006 or something. Five or six, somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah, you just got up. You were just like, <laughs> straight out. Oh, I think Millie, like, walked in that panel, too. It was an eventful panel. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Have you gotten sick at a convention before, John? I don't know why my voice went so high for that question. Um I don't think I have any any nightmare stories like that. I I you talking about all that like you, you know, having to get you got sick and everything like that. I wish this is a weird thing to say, but I wish I was a better vomiter. Um I envy Someone like Michael Jones, or who Gavin. I have seen Gavin. Gavin he, also, right like there, where done. you can just vomit and then somehow continue. Mm. Um, whereas if I ever get to that point, it's it's just like <laughs> sending my body through a gauntlet of people with bats just mm. hitting me. <laughs> And yeah. and and uh, like I I'm I'm somebody who often like pops blood vessels in mm. my eye when I'm vomiting I, and that kind of thing. I I used to be a terrible vomiter. Uh, then in, it's not something I'm going to practice. I want to point that out first. Okay, <laughs> I'm not, we're not practicing this. We're just wishing for, for the next better. Time, use in, Gus's tips. Yeah, in my early twenties, <laughs> I drank way too much, and I got plenty of practice to get uh, better at it. Is see, that I what it is? Is yeah, that and, I've and, I've lived too sober of a life? And then yeah, and then it was like, then it was just like. Ment it's almost mental. It's like I know if I get this out, I'm gonna feel better, and everything right. can continue. It's like I just gotta, I just gotta go do this. All right, cool. Let's go. Let's keep going. But I'm probably the same as you, John. Where I think I, I've thrown up maybe on average once a year, yeah. at most. Like it's only when I get really bad migraines and I, I throw up because the pain is so bad. <clears throat> but it's like the process of getting to it, like knowing you're gonna be throwing up because you're feeling sick, and just like that anxiety. And then when you actually throw up, it's like I'm done for mm. the next like eight hours. I feel like a lot of the time. When I vomit, it's always in the middle of something that I have to keep going with. Yep, like that's it's what I'm Extra life, or the, you you have you have vomited. You're so good at. You've it. been paid to vomit quite a few times. <laughs> Yuck! In, in that in that you have been on the clock and have <laughs> been compensated for the vomiting. Um, I think there was well, a I mean, party we were at one. In it. <laughs> <laughs> there was a, a party. You I think. have to have done it during some non-charity time, right? Uh, immersion. There you, some vomit. you made me vomit. Well, I mean, I think the car made you vomit, and I probably didn't help. Because you didn't help. You milk and it was, it was the, the, the food, the food, the, the food milk in particular it. probably didn't help. But oh. there was like a party we were at years ago, probably like eight, seven or eight years ago, <clears> where Gavin was like very drunk, and a lot of us were. 
And he was just like, I don't feel good, blah, 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 blah. And then he literally goes, and it's just like a vomit, like, into a trash can. And then he's like, well, like, it was like it didn't happen. It was like, bleh. Yeah, it was just like, <laughs> anyone got any gum? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even. Actually, Aaron Zek still compliments me on that vomit performance. She complimented me the other night when she saw me. She's like, that night when you just threw up so casually, I was like. She still thinks about it. <laughs> And, and we, we have to get off this conversation because now we're getting to the point where I'm thinking too much about vomit and I'm just, it's making me sick. Did you see <laughs> that true. video? Well, you gotta of practice, John. That, <laughs> I gotta practice. That armored car, uh, the attempted robbery on an armored car from yep. South yeah. Africa. Yep. Shit, dude. Yeah, it's like at first they released just like an interior cabin footage. And, but then they had the external. But then, something. yeah, then they uh, like a week later they showed like the external camera. And it's like GTA. Right, I mean, like the guys like driving through people who are trying to shoot him and like yeah. going around obstacles. Not yeah. him and trying there's to like spin him around. Where he's like driving towards a car that's like clearly in the way meant to block them, and there's just people like running away in the opposite yeah. direction. And then he's like, "Yeah, he's gonna shoot," and like you can see the bullets just like slamming all down the side of the window. It's like, what? Ha- did they get like, away? Yeah, uh, what was the result? yeah, they're still at large looking for them. But uh, what Fucking I read, I, I read a news story about it, and like if you watch the. Inter in, interior interior footage, <laughs> like you know, after a while, like they stop and then they get out of the the truck. I guess like what their plan at that point was was they were going to prepare and be ready for them. They were setting up like defenses to get into a, a gunfight with the Fuck. robbers, but they never showed up. Like the people who were trying to rob them just took off. Wow. Um, I guess like that person who was driving was like a former SWAT instructor with like the yeah police he in South his, Africa. He kept his cool. Yeah. It's like, like a scene he, out of a movie. It, yeah, yeah, it was no, like it was, watching it's an action literally movie. a movie out right now about uh, armored car uh, uh, people with uh, Guy Ritchie starring Jason Statham, Wrath mm. of, of Man. Of course, of course. Well, actually, oh, is that what that's about? Yeah. That's about it's about an ar- armored car guards. But uh, that that video is nuts to see. Like, and then like you said, like you see the the glass like shattering where the bullets are hitting it. Like any one of those would be it. And the guys just. Real calm. What does he say? Like, like he tells the guy to pull out his pa- the passenger pull out a gun. And he pulls out like the hangers. Like, no, no, the big one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does he like room. help him? He with is it? driving and instructing the other guy on what to do <laughs> while dealing with what now we can see in external view is like cars in the way of trying to yeah. stop him. You really can't see much from just the internal view, but and it just looks like the driver's going apeshit because his hands. <laughs> oh, there, there's the guy. Yeah, you see the bullets hit that window there, but his hands are just all over the place. Yeah, it looks yeah. like someone really overacting. You know, when people oh, with the, yeah. to drive yeah. movies, because yeah. his arms are like. <laughs> yeah, but he's getting he's getting knocked the fuck around. But he's just like doing good work. He's like slamming into them, like doing U turns. It's like Jesus. at one point there's a car parked, I guess, like on the highway to stop them as yeah, they yeah, got yeah. there, and they like swerve around swerve or around something. It. Yeah. Damn. We should recreate that for a GTA video. I'm just kidding. That's very insensitive, and we should not do that. <laughs> no. Yeah, that was. It's wild to see that. It's, yeah. It's, it's absolutely crazy. I can. I can't imagine being in that scenario. Like his passenger, like you said, the driver's doing everything and like helping the like his coworker. But it's like the coworker. I just got the feel like that would be me on my first day. Like, oh shit. Like this is real. I thought we were just gonna drive around. Which gun you want? <laughs> and then a well, rocket like, from China comes down yeah. and <laughs> lands right on you. Oh, but oh. Yeah, it's amazing! Like with just cameras everywhere now, all the different things you can see. Except the the, time. the rocket actually landing. Didn't no one actually capture it? I guess what? not. Well, it was like twenty-seven miles out in sea, right? Yeah, that sucks. Chances are we weren't going to get it if it landed in the ocean. Yeah, Tears. maybe a boatman. A boatman saw. 
be a lot of waves. <laughs> Whoa! I wonder, I wonder how big the piece was that finally like hit the ground or like, hit the water. Because it breaks up to it, right? A like degree. It yeah, it disintegrates and falls apart. Mm-hmm. God damn! Space it's left, is left a left a real mess up there. Just a bunch of shit up there. Yeah, orbiting the Earth. That's like the premise of a Korean film, um, Space Sweepers. Oh yeah. Um, sci-fi future, on Netflix. like Wally kind of future kind of thing. And we've like screwed up the Earth so badly, and they're doing stuff. But like, there's an entire like workforce that that's all they do is is scavenge all the things that are orbiting the 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 and Earth. They sell it for scrap, and they sell it for scrap. It's an interesting film. There's some. I mean, I I, I didn't love it. I didn't. But either. there were some interesting things. Some, it was very some, some animated. Cool things about it. Yeah, it was very the, all the all the performances you can tell where they're just like really trying to ham up and, and, and go overboard with everything. It was very anime. Mm-hmm. We were we tried that show that you recommended to us, Gus, The Expanse. Oh yeah. We got watched the first first episode or maybe first two. I think it might have just been the first one. That show is a lot to understand. <laughs> and Did I'm you stop? we just did, didn't continue. Mm, that's too much survivor because, to watch. Too much survivor. Yeah. <laughs> too many seasons of Survivor to catch up on. Um but no it uh I think we started it like pretty late at night so we're like, oh we don't want to start another one and yeah. then we just Never were it's in the right to... headspace to watch it because it's so much to take in. Mm-hmm. But I imagine it gets more understandable. And yeah, as it goes on. I, I loved the first couple episodes. Yeah, but I understand. I see a lot of people complain about that. They say that like the first two episodes are like really a lot to get over They're and to get thick. into. They're yeah, thick episodes of television. Yeah, not that that's a bad thing. Viscous, but it's yeah. I mean, they, they. I feel like they treat a lot of the space travel stuff very authentically, and it's like they just hit you over the head with it. It's like, yeah, you know, like we're in this big ship. We can't. We could turn around and go in that direction, but we all have to be prepared. Like it might kill us. Like and then everyone's just like you just see shots of everyone just like pinned down into their seats, like yep. because the the ship is turning or like. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You're in space. <laughs> this episode of the Receive Podcast is brought to you by MeUndies. MeUndies is breaking ground, and I don't just mean with their insanely soft underwear, lounge pants, shirts, socks, and everything else they have. Mandy's has declared that it's officially okay to sit around in your underwear just in time, too, since it's getting a lot hotter. Uh, I fully endorse this. Let's absolutely let's make this a thing. Uh, I only wear MeUndies uh, all the time. They're the best with MeUndies membership. They show up on my door every month. It means you don't have to go anywhere to get new pairs. I mean, I'm wearing MeUndies underwear. I'm wearing MeUndies socks. I got it. I'm set. MeUndies makes it easy to match to. Uh, sure, you can match your bottom half to your top half, but you know you can also match your bottom half to your better half or halves. Uh, yeah, MeUndies helps you find matching pairs in style and color or print of MeUndies that's right for you and your partner or friends. Uh, MeUndies has a great offer for our viewers. Get 15% off and free shipping with your first purchase. They also have their problem-free philosophy. If you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, they'll refund or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. So to get 15% off your first order and free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash roosterteeth. That's MeUndies.com slash roosterteeth. Did you see that story in the news recently about <clears throat> there was like a farmer or like a French farmer or something who was annoyed at these stone blocks that were like in the way of his path and he was like having to move his tractor around these things. So instead he just, he was like, sod these, he just moved the the blocks out of the way. He moved them like two meters out of the way. But they were like the border between France and Belgium <gasps> and he made France smaller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive. Enough to start a war over him. Careful. Like that's like that should be on a list of like smallest things you can do yeah. with the biggest <laughs> ramifications. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, borders are such a weird thing, and we've talked about some videos before that cover these kinds of things. What do they call them? Like uh, uh, exclaves, like yeah. countries within countries, or like the way that like weird borders, or even some parts of I think Belgium and France maybe where it's like 
there's cafes where like the border comes down. It's like if you sit on one side of a table, you're in one country. You sit on the other <laughs> yeah. side of the table, you're in another country. But I've I watched a video, God, a couple years ago now, <clears throat> talking about how a lot of places use rivers for borders, right? Like mm -hmm. states and countries yeah. or whatever. But it's like rivers are actually very unreliable borders because, you know, on a short time scale, they don't move. But on a long time scale, rivers are constantly like adjusting their flow or moving and finding new paths. So it's yeah. like, they can change all the time. Like that, that's not a good border at all. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I listened to the song Just Around the River Band from Pocahontas. I know. <laughs> Can't stand, step in the same river twice. <laughs> Never stop the water. So I'm gonna assume that's a relevant <laughs> reference. Yeah, there's like a bunch of weird countries with like enclaves and exclaves. It's like what a mess to keep track of. Yeah. And is it what is that country? Is it think of, is it Cyprus where there's just like some contested land and there has been for a long time? I believe so. Cyprus. Yeah, it's like international borders are so complicated. Mm -hmm. Where's the place in the United States that has like four states that? Intersect the four corners. The it's four corners. Uh, Arizona, New Mexico, Colorado, and Utah. Yeah, where you can be on that little. There's like a little little cross. Yeah, you could like step in all of them at the same. Or like the Hoover Dam. Four feet. Talk about rivers. The Hoover Dam is a. <laughs> your four legs. Oh, there, there you go. Uh, the Netherlands and Belgium. That's the. Oh, that's wow. exactly what I was talking about. You could spill your drink in Netherlands and it would land in Belgium. What happens if uh, you had your f like one foot on each side? Got shot and died. <laughs> where, like, where would they say you died? <laughs> a, a little, a little ref would come out, and he'd come over and he would measure to see which side landed on more sides. Well, there might be something like that. Of his yeah. body is yeah. in France, but most of his blood is in <laughs> yeah. the Netherlands. <laughs> it's, it's so or what weird. if you were straddling that line and had a baby? <laughs> where was that baby born? <laughs> did you tell me these things? <laughs> when you said baby, did you have to do that hand motion when you did that? <laughs> <laughs> you went baby. like you went like that as you said it in order to teach us all. Where's the babies come from? Where it comes from? Where's the babies come from? The vagina. <laughs> the the memories are down here. <laughs> the memories, according <laughs> to Chris. <laughs> according to our good friend Chris. Yeah, if you haven't seen last week's RT podcast, you should. It's a trip. Oh, Chris explains a lot. In chat, Sombra says that there's a corner in the Harris Casino in Lake Tahoe. That you cannot gamble in because that corner is in California and not Nevada. <laughs> and it's illegal to gamble in You're California. Right. <laughs> what is the point? What do they put in that corner there? I don't know. It's like a toilet. Smoker's lounge <laughs> or something. Food court. <laughs> what? How does that even happen? Where did the border move? Did they know that the, the corner was going to be? Was it built before they yeah, established? Well, I think the border was there before the casino. But then why'd you, why, why would they build it there? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is that why would that be built? If you, if you know where the border is... Or is it they just like they they overextended their their construction and then someone came in later and was like oh you accidentally built on California? It's always weird when people are like so strict about stuff like that because most people surely would be like don't worry about it yeah, yeah. it's the, it's your building but You're in the because building, it's yeah. like interstate well, law it's like well it has to be very strict otherwise people could be extending the state all over the that's place. Yeah, you have to like you have to draw the line and it's literally that. It's borders are drawing the line at a specific spot and that's yeah. when it when you go past that line <laughs> then problems happen. Yeah. What happens if you're playing cards and the cards are drawn over the state line? <laughs> but you bet on the safe line. That's like that's that that is the the legal battle of not touching you, not touching you. Not yeah. touching. It's like <laughs> but you are doing something wrong. Yes, in my presence. 
Uh, I'm waiting for chat to to tell me if uh, what's going on in that corner of the casino. They reminded me it's illegal to smoke inside California. I said smoker's lounge. So it, oh. couldn't, it, couldn't, it couldn't even be that. Can you still smoke in casinos in Vegas? Is what that can a- you do in California? Last time I was there, you could. And that but was- some casinos have no smoking policies. Okay. But I think for the most part, you can. Uh, what can you do in California? You can buy uh, weed legally. Fair play. All right. So that's that's the corner they do that. Yeah. <laughs> that's the corner <laughs> that he says. It's you, all you, gambling. You buy here and you have to walk. Oh, no, I guess is it legal? It's legal in Nevada now, too. So. And I would probably make a bold statement to say that weed is probably safer for people than gambling. <laughs> <laughs> in some ways, yeah. Maybe. I've Better mentioned for it people. before, but I, yeah, I've seen people get cut off at from gambling in Vegas before. Yeah? Yeah, like at a craps table. Like I've seen. Because they're spending too much money or. They're losing, or losing too, much. too much. I've seen like the craps dealer be like, why don't you take a little break? Go, go walk around a bit. <laughs> Come back. So what's like, in it for the dealer? Just to be nice? I think yeah. so. They're just like, you're not, you're not having a good run. Why don't you it's go walk around? Common get, courtesy. Get fresh air. Because yeah. I, would, I would imagine unless you're a completely disconnected emotionally dealer, uh, like that's got to be hard at some point just to watch. Because part of your job is just trying to take people's money. Not trying, but but your company's success is based upon you taking people's <clears> money. Yeah. But there has to be, talking about lines that you cross, there has to be a line where it's like, this is now, I'm watching a tragedy. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and I'm actively participating in this right. tragedy. Sir, please stop making me a part of <laughs> yeah. your sad story. I don't want to be part of this misery. I don't. I, you, are, you are forcing me to ruin your life to a certain degree, so I need you to step away. <laughs> <laughs> come back when someone else is standing here. Yes. Please go make some money and then come back. Gambling is terrifying. It scares the shit out of me. Yeah, it's a... You could get a little crazy with it. Because like, if you're successful for a bit, you might have more confidence and then lose it all. It's kind of the same thing with like, I mean, investing also is just yeah. like a different kind of gambling that you're okay with. I'll tell you about a low level, a low yeah. level of uh, gambling that is fun to to watch on like this, like uh, an inside perspective. Uh, I play a uh, phone uh, a phone game called Marvel Puzzle Quest. Uh, uh, James actually, James Williams plays it, and he actually just did a stream for them celebrating his seven years of playing the game Whoa. and like the game's anniversary. Oh wow! But a big part of the game, it's it's like a pay. To w- it's a free-to-play game with like pay, you know, features in it, and you you it's you can buy these covers in order to to have these characters to play in the game. Very much gotcha. like b- buying stuff in any game to have the accessory or the or the character. And they have these like uh, boxes <laughs> of like here are four hundred possible items you can get if you How use this token. Items? Like four hundred. Okay. That you can use this token that you've earned. You've done, done the game to agree, and you can use it. So there's a possible 400 tokens, and one of them is like this really good cover. Another is like this kind of thing, and so often people will then hoard a bunch of these tokens for a long time, and then try and get their that that really good mm-hmm. cover. And you know, people will post on like the subreddits, like you know, they'll show that they only used one token and got the best thing, and then that's like, oh, you got the best luck ever. But then the other side is, that is people will show. 399 out of 400 items gotten and that one item is still in the box (laughs) and they're just like the gods have hated me today (laughs) and i have paid for it and i from playing the game i know the button like that feeling of like pushing the button and waiting for that like you know seeing the good thing coming up and i just can't imagine 399 times using this token and just not getting that one goddamn thing you're looking for yeah that's hella frustrating 
I, I want to circle back real fast. Apparently, in that corner of the casino uh, is the food court. And <laughs> specifically, there's a fat burger. That's what I... Yeah. <laughs> I said food court as a joke. You, you nailed it. <laughs> there's a fat burger <laughs> in the corner of the casino it's that's in California. It's safe bet for that corner. So do they yeah. apply, like, California state oh, tax to They that? must. Maybe what if the register was in the other state? <laughs> <sighs> but... Oh man, Point I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What if you were with a 17-year-old and you walked into the Fat Burger Corner? Is that bringing a minor across state lines? How does that work? I don't, I, <laughs> I don't even think I, a 17-year-old is allowed to be in a casino. Just don't go to a casino with a 17-year-old. What, what if it's your kid or something? I guess if it's your kid, it doesn't matter. It's <laughs> <laughs> a dumb question. Move on. I think I I, I I might have told this story before, but I remember one time early on when I, I after my divorce when I traveled solo with my kids um in an airport yeah and uh and like visiting like my family in in georgia or something like that and uh if 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 you're not aware uh i i have two kids and and neither of them look like me because neither are are, are biologically mine uh but one is this little white ginger ghost and then i have a black kid and when you are traveling by yourself and you are and you are traveling with little kids like that mm-hmm. they no matter what are going they often ask to make sure that i am the person who's supposed to be with these right. children and so i have a special extra little bit where i you know i'm looking extra suspicious because i'm just some dude who looks like nothing like either of these children that he's what yeah. he's, he's traveling with and so they always especially when they were they were younger they always asked now when they're older they haven't asked as much anymore but there was you know i i always just trust that my girls will answer right but one time we got to tsa and uh, and they stopped us and they and they talked to the girls and they were like, what's your names? And the girls said their names and like that. And then they turned to me and they go, and who is this? And there was one time they did that. And my girls gave what can only be described as the uncomfortable amount of pause <gasps> before they answered. Because <laughs> <laughs> they they thought it was like they thought it was a silly joke because they're like, that's dad, you know, in their brain. But then this lady's just like, and who's him? And they're like, <laughs> it's like. <laughs> And it, it was just enough time where, like, an, a, a lifetime of anxiety was compacted into this one moment where I was like... Well, every second it was ticking by, you were like, right. uh-oh, say something. Yeah, inside I'm screaming, answer! <laughs> just say something because I need to get on this flight and They're not They're just be... looking at each other going, John. Yeah, like, they, they like, all, the worst thing they could have done is, like, been say it's some sort of silly answer. You know, like, I picture almost Jeff being a little kid in that scenario... Yes, oh, and Jeff man. being like, "I've never seen that man before in my <laughs> <Right>. life." <laughs> Imagine that in an airport when you're right. trying to get on a flight to go see Grandma and Grandpa. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and I guess that's something that just adopted parents and children have to deal with. Yeah, like, it's not. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. I, 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 I have, I have been walking with my kids in certain settings, and uh, if I've gotten far enough away from them, I've seen people approach both of them and tried to find where mommy and daddy are because I don't look right like that. Yeah. And so they're like, they think that they're just wandering children. They're, they're being followed yeah. by a creepy man <laughs> roaming. It's just, no, they don't even think me. Cause they're, they're just like, well, he clearly isn't connected to them. Yeah. So these children are lost. You also, I, you know, not to compliment you, but you also look young. So like, I don't know if I would see you and assume that you had daughters that old. I've, and I've, 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 I think I've aged myself a little bit with the mustache, or at least to some degree. But yeah, I'm, I have a, I have a ten-year-old daughter that I'm that, she's like, and she's she's an early bloomer as well. So she's tall now. Mm-hmm. She's actually taller than my girlfriend. Um, 
And wait, did, really? Yeah, <laughs> I hadn't. We we I, we didn't know <laughs> this until because I've I've we've 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 kept a, a level of separation with our 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 you know houses and everything like that. And so my girls have not been around her basically at all during this this pandemic. We've kept a, a good separation, but recently with with like vaccination like vaccination and stuff like that my eldest walked by her and she was as tall as my girlfriend. That's crazy. Wow. And so, She's yes. going to be tall probably then if she she's could already be. that she tall could at that be. age. Yeah, we don't we don't know anything about we we have no information about her so she could she could she's already grown a good amount and yeah. so she could just keep going. Um How old is she now? She's 10. She's 10. Now uh, going yeah, on going on 11 this summer. You have a 10-year-old. Wow. Yeah, I'm about yeah, to have a double digits. Grown up. I'm I'm old. I'm 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 looking down the 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 barrel of paying for braces. Yeah, that's the age I'm at. I'm at the age where I'm paying for someone else's <laughs> braces. I won't say my my age anymore. That's all I'm gonna say. How old are you? I pay for braces. Yeah, they're also. That's I good. mean, they're approaching that age of uh, puberty soon too. That's so what I'm saying. Yeah. Is that is that my eldest? She's she's hitting puberty. Like yeah. like she's we've that's we've crazy. gone past uh, uh, training bras. Like we're we're past that at that point. Uh, yeah, I got my, my period my pa- at ten, so watch. That's out. what I'm. I'm assuming that's coming soon, and I'm, I'm and I, and I'm just really hoping it doesn't land on one of my days, <laughs> because just for her sake, yeah. just for her sake. It's good to be around your mom. I, th- I think she she would prefer to be around a woman when that day comes. You should probably have some stuff just in case. I'm I'm yes yeah. I'm prepared. I uh, I'm, my parents were young when they had me when I was born, and uh, I remember very distinctly when my parents turned thirty years old. And I remember thinking, wow, really? my parents are old now. <laughs> like, I ha- that is a memory I have. <laughs> That's bad. Whereas my parents had all of us after 30. <laughs> I, was, I felt old the other day when um, I was watching James Buckley streaming. Do you, oh, God. You know, Buckley yeah. from In Between Us. And he was saying, he was like, man, it's been a long time since a GTA game came out. Playing GTA 5 on his yeah. stream. It was like, it's been it's like 2013. And then he was doing the math. It's like, well, the gap before that was shorter. So I, let's assume the gap's... We'll probably get lo- longer and longer. And he's like, I've probably only got three or four GTAs <laughs> left in my lifetime before I die. And I was like, that is tragic. As an increment for measuring your lifespan. Fantastic. Especially when you grow up and they're just like, bam, 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 bam. They're coming they out and it's like, yeah. uh-oh. They're slowing down. <laughs> Might only get to GTA 9. Uh, only. <laughs> um, but what about how many portals? Are we going to get a portal 3, you think? Oh, never. Never. Or a... Fo- uh, Half Life Three, Half Life Three, or Left 4 Dead Three. But their their Anything. business changed. It's it's just not. I mean, the Steam alone is it makes their money. Like it's they right? made they made Alex though. But had, like, how long before that had they made anything? I'm saying like the 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 urgency is gone. I'm saying is that they 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 don't yeah, need to. Need and that to. was even like trying to push a new platform. I guess yeah, they'll make a Portal Three f- to push more VR maybe. Oh, uh, Portal 3 in VR. That I'd would throw be... up. Yeah, vomit. Can you imagine doing like that stuff where you're flying through the oh, air? Oh, yeah, like, I was playing it recently. When you have just two portals and you're oh. just... Gonna... Stuff, yeah, or if you have to like get flung into a thing and you come out the other and you're like sideways and then you have to like readjust yeah, yourself. I, I tried playing... Uh, <laughs> you just fall down. <laughs> I tried playing Skyrim VR. And did you, have you ever seen that glitch at the beginning of Skyrim where you're on the cart, but for some reason, sometimes the cart just starts like flipping oh, over. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I was just... I was just sat in my chair like on the cart, just like with... The guy who's about to get beheaded. Yeah. And all of a sudden it started flipping over. I was like, I lasted about 10 seconds. I was like, I am going to throw up. <laughs> because it was, mo- I was compensating for it. Yeah. But I couldn't move fast enough. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to hurl. It's like 10 seconds. I'm going to throw up. I was like, Jesus Christ. 
How, so you didn't try any more of the game after that? Uh, yeah, I, feel I like did. Skyrim would have been fun. I did. It's just a bit clunky. I feel like games not made for VR are still pretty yeah. clunky. Yeah. So like Half-Life Alex was primo VR experience. Highly recommend it. A little okay. bit scary. It was. I'd say Alex was the the game where it's like. If you came up with a game that was going to make me buy, to, to invest, this was a good game to do. It still didn't get it for me because... I thought um, you meant which game made you bisexual. And I was yes, like, Al- Half-Life <laughs> Alex made me a bisexual. Yeah. You can put that on the box. Uh, yes. um, Would recommend. Uh, no, but it was, it was like, it, it looked like the perfect storm. If, 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 if I just wasn't in a position to, to, to make that much of an, of an investment still into like getting all the VR stuff. But it, it was like... It was. It was if if there was a game to come out that could make you get VR. It's like we want to play Val- Alex because I still am sad I haven't played it because I've seen how uh, uh, detailed it got and I and I and I think there's also that connection of first time I played Half Life Two. Half Life Two blew my mind because yeah. of the, of the <clears throat> advancements in physics, technology, and and even just textures and graphics. Mm-hmm. I remember the. Do you remember the demo of the of the physics engine of Half Life Two where they showed it at a presentation and they were showing a mattress. That they would pick up with the grav gun, and the mattress flopped around, uh-huh. and they would put the mattress like on the water and that kind of thing, and they were just showing off that, and that was like that, that's why I originally got Gary's mod like in two thousand and four or whatever, just like flinging ragdolls around was so fun. That's when yeah. it came out, two thousand four. G mod is really old. I don't know. Yeah, Half Life Two would have come out around then because I remember we built some of the early Red versus Blue computers oh, for yeah, yeah. work at Rooster Teeth, and that was oh four, and the graphics cards I bought came with like coupons. In them for free copies of Half Life Two. Wow! I what a memory. I was <laughs> traveling. I have I have a I have a vivid memory of when Half Life Two launched. The day it launched, it was available on Steam. It, correct me if I'm wrong. Was it like one of the first Steam? Yeah. Games. Like that, that's how Steam launched. That's it was, yeah. it was launched. Okay, so that's what it was. So it was a brand new platform, and I unfortunately was traveling and I uh, with as a kid, but I was in Arizona visiting family on like my grandparents' internet. On a on a crappy laptop, and I was just trying to download Half Life Two so I could play this mm. stupid game, and, <laughs> I, and also like the Steam servers were like getting having issues, yeah. and it was the most. It, it it it's funny to think that I like I was like Steam is terrible at that time. I just everyone I, hated Steam. I, back I then. hated yeah. it. That, that, Steam was that, a piece of shit. And now it's how we play video games. There was a there was I remember back when I was in college, we would host. Um, uh, prospective students, you know, who were thinking about coming to the university I went to, and they would stay like the weekend with us, and you know, we'd show them to school. They'd go to classes with us, take them to a party or whatever. And uh, there was this one kid who came and stayed with us one time, and he was really anxious all weekend because he had left his home on Friday, and he had left his 56k modem connected to the internet, <laughs> or not even 56k. He had left his modem, probably with 288 modem connected to the internet at the time, because he wanted to download the demo for diablo and it was going to take all weekend oh my and god he, like by the time he got home on sunday the download should be done and he's like I, I nobody can pick up the phone at my house oh they god. all have to leave it and not touch it oh and hopefully god. when i come back on sunday the demo will be done downloading and i can play diablo when i get home there's no way that had a happy ending there's no I don't know. way I, I, like, that's the only time i saw that kid so i have no idea if it downloaded or not I was like man that kid was like stressed out all weekend thinking about his diablo demo going oh on, his download going on back home we're now at the point where games are so big that if you had to download them at those speeds you probably would die before they finished jeez <laughs> yeah like, the, i think the i think it was like 80 megabytes or something and it was taking him all weekend yeah but now to download like 
What's what's the current big old game? Is it still I like a Call of Duty big. or something? I went to re-download Ark, right. and I, I went to read because I was going to play it with uh, Andy, and that was like a hundred and forty or hundred and sixty gigs. Jeez. Oh, Jesus! Yeah, I remember. I think GTA is like ninety something. Is GTA still beefy? Call Call of Duty wasn't that a big one? Warzone. Oh yeah, yeah. Warzone is huge. I wonder how big the um, like Master Chief Collection stuff like that. How big is the legendary Mass Effect gonna be? I don't know, it comes out this that's, week. Yeah, that's three games. What's Among Us? Like five megabytes? <laughs> <laughs> like, <is>. actually? <laughs> it is. Oh, I, I, was, I was thinking about the age difference and how, how young my parents were when uh, uh, they had me. My parents were three years older than I am now when we started Rooster Teeth. Your parents are... Three. Say that again? Like, in three years, I will be as old as my parents were when we started Rooster Teeth. Okay. Oh. Yeah, that that broke my brain just for a second. Uh, yeah, that was, like I'm almost <laughs> the way you phrase that. Were, I, was, I was trying to think of a, of a way to make it clear. Yeah. <laughs> no, you it were makes 27 sense. Seven when you started? Twenty. What, what year did we start? We started. I was twenty-five when we 25. started. Twenty-five. Fuck, that was six years ago for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't God. think about this this too long. This is breaking my brain. What did we always used to do? We always used to make people figure out if more time has passed between now and when they were born than when they were born. And the Second World War. Oh. And some people like crossing oh. that. And it's like I've crossed that a long time ago. Yeah, I crossed that in I crossed that ten years ago. Shit. I don't like this game. <laughs> <laughs> this is, time is uh, fleeting. Time Very to, quick. <laughs> it's weird because like as you get older, a year is a smaller and a smaller percentage of your life. Yeah. So it's like when you're young and you're going to school, you're like, oh my god, a year takes forever. I'm never gonna move out, I'm never gonna graduate. And because it's a big chunk of your life. Yeah. But then as you get older, it's like such a smaller and smaller sliver that it's just like, oh, we've been in quarantine for over a year now. Or, You're also like, not developing as many new, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, when you're younger, you're learning about everything. Yeah. A lot of things for the first or time. Or new experiences. Experiencing things for the first time, whereas like the older you get, the less new experiences you have. So like, things go by a lot faster it seems like too mm -hmm. but i think the percentage wise is probably the biggest factor yeah it's crazy it, to think about it just, the, like, when you're five a year is a fifth of your life mm -hmm. the, the guy i used to work with in the uk was like he was pushing retirement he was like 65 or 66 at the time and he was wow. like you know i felt you know i felt like i was 21 like a few years ago it just goes I hate and, that. I, and i was like what do you want me to do with that information <laughs> 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 Yeah, I existential dread. I can't. I can't do anything about that. It's scary. What's, the, what's the appropriate reaction to that? I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess the moral of the story is, you know, enjoy it. Do uh, yeah. do good. Don't mess it up. Don't. But have a global pandemic and <laughs> for one of those, one or two of those years. But he was right. That was, I don't know, twelve years ago. Yeah. Well, we were just before the podcast, like reminiscing a little bit about, like, was it eight? Years ago yeah. or so, eight, nine years ago, mm -hmm. back when we were down south on uh, at 636, which is like the first office that Gavin and I started at. <clears throat> Not the first Rooster office, but... And John. My first there. office, yeah. Um, but how, like, we would just go to uh, a bar across the street, like, pretty frequently for mm -hmm. drinks and stuff like that, and how being that age and just the time that we were in just, like, was so carefree, just, like... I don't know. Well, maybe not as much for John. Yeah, I yeah, pointed out that it was a it was a through. horrendous time in my life yeah. that, uh, that resulted in divorce. But anyways, but <laughs> for Gavin and I, <laughs> for you guys, it was because like we had just moved to Austin. Yeah, didn't really have like Very any exciting ties time. to anything. No responsibilities. No yeah, responsibilities. Was, you know that. I think the day this podcast comes out, this comes out tomorrow, right? The 11th? 
it'll come out tomorrow for uh, first on the website for first. Yeah. Yeah. I signed up on the Received website on May the 11th, 2003. Wow. 2003. 18 so this years. This is my 18th year on the Received website. Your account is now allowed to vote. Yay. And drink in my country. And mine. Uh, God, I joined October tw- uh, 2004. So I was like a year and a half after you, give or take. I was, I was answering your email from the island of Puerto Rico <laughs> 18, <laughs> 18 years ago. <laughs> Good times. God, that was such a pain in the ass, the old website and the old forums. Oh, my God. It took, like, all fucking day to answer all those emails and modify people's, like, stars on the fucking forum. God, I fucking hated that. I remember saving up to become a sponsor. And it took me, like, a few months. I was like, I can't, I don't really have, what was it, like, 20 bucks to become a it super It was sponsor? 10 bucks for the regular sponsorship for the season or 20 bucks for the yeah. super. <laughs> I remember it being a big thing because, yeah. People never gifted you a sponsorship or anything like that. I feel like a lot. Back then? Could yeah, you do back that? then. Uh, maybe not like 2003, 2004, but after that, there was like gifted sponsorships. You could well, no, do. who was I though? Who was what? Like, <laughs> like why would someone do that? Yeah. Who would have, who oh, well, I mean, because a lot of people knew you and were friends with you on the site. So it was like kind of like, here you go, buddy. I mean, it's kind of like how people the same as gift else, uh, Twitch subscriptions and stuff like that. Yeah, but uh, I guess that's more for that's, the streamer yeah, that's, than it's the people. A yeah. It's a different uh, so, kind of system. Someone in chat who's in Europe pointed out that it's already the 11th over there. Oh, oh yeah. 15 yeah. past. That's a good point. Happy anniversary. Because I was on Europe time. And your birthday is this month too, isn't it? No. 23rd? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be 33. Oh, please, I got a fucking decade on here. I know, I know. Gus is the yeah. only one here. <laughs> I, I, I slept funny and now I can't look that way. You know what's funny about that? Uh, so I saw Fiona this weekend. You did too. But she was telling me about this thing that she likes to do where she does like a, like a kickflip thing. I think you guys were doing it at the uh, Friday summer event, spring event. And I tried to do it too and I couldn't. <laughs> and I was like, I don't have 20-year-old knees anymore. I can't just like... It's the thing where you jump and kick your legs out to the side. Mm. And I was like, I'm going to hurt myself. I'm yeah. going to land on this funny and you're, not be able to You're going to land on your hip. You're going to have to go to the hospital. Yeah. I'm going to miss that little freak. Yeah, she's uh, LA bound, right? Yeah. Or already, already in LA. Oh. Yeah. Everyone so tested negative. Do we have to put that on every... We put it Isn't on that a, lot. a given at this point? Haven't we already mentioned that enough? I think like, people haven't. Maybe people haven't seen it. It's good to it's good to remind them. What's the harm in yeah. reminding them? I think as time goes on, it's burned on. It's going to be on the video forever. <gasps> well, well, well I mean... we'll know for posterity's sake. <laughs> I did not have COVID at this moment. <laughs> okay, fine. Hopefully, never. Hopefully, I got never. my little vaccine sticker. Where, oh, you can't see it right there. Boop, beep, beep, boop, pop. Um, that little freak. We we <laughs> came in, and we filmed. For some squat team force stuff for the first time last Monday. Yeah. Um, which I'm sure you guys talked about. Did the podcast last Monday? I'm looking at Gus. Gus was there. Well, in case you just never heard of it, we 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 filmed squat team force. We, um, we did we did talk about I think a little bit. We didn't tell them what we filmed, but just like we were all in the studio that day. Yeah, and, and uh, well, then that then that's the, we we, we yeah, filmed. We've we posted we posted something this morning that we filmed today with uh with uh, Chris and Gus oh, uh, making them dance for us. Yeah. No. Y- it's a beautiful moment. It wasn't dancing. Well, see, I <laughs> it was dancing, and I think I realized as I watched the video, uh-huh. I was like, I think I'm on a very, 
very short list of people who have danced with Gus Sarola. <laughs> <laughs> I think. So it's it's great because Gus and Chris don't really watch TikToks yeah. like, like me and John do. So we know a lot of these jokes and things that we could do on them. And they have no idea what the gag is. Yeah, and so we, we can pull stuff on them. So it's this it's this like rhythm test that you say. Yeah, no, don't tell them you have to go watch no, it. Go, 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 go squat team force uh, the socials. Go it's to, on, yeah, it's not on it's Instagram. It's on TikTok, it's on Twitter. We're having this weird thing on, on Instagram. The that account can't have reels for right. It, it doesn't have the ability to upload or even view reels Is in any new? Oh, you can't even view them. Can't even view them. Um, I don't think it's that it's too new. It's just, I guess it's still a newish feature that some of the accounts that get created just don't have it as a feature on it. Huh. Um, so we're looking into that, but. Oh, yeah. I, I see it here. It, so that hasn't been rolled out to all accounts yet. Yeah, it's very I, uh, strange. Wow. Very strange. But we, so we, so we came in for the first time, and this, and last Monday was the first time I had done anything in production because I wasn't in in anything we've done prior. Um, it's like your first COVID test. Had my and first COVID test uh, uh, two Sundays ago, and everything like that. And so, I was, I obviously woke up on Monday, and I had a very busy Monday already as it was because I had to uh, drop kids off at school, and I had to drop drop kittens off to get their uh their bits chopped off um, oh poor kitten bits it's, it's good for them kitten to bits. have that getting rid of so they don't they don't make any more babies because we don't need any more um and so i had a very busy morning and so then when i finally got home and was getting like ready for work for the first time in forever i was trying to do everything you know you know i had done in the past <laughs> like that and i had one of the most nightmarish moments happen that could happen which was I got out of the shower and I was I was doing all of my, my, my little routines and I was going in to uh, trim my mustache. Oh yeah. And uh, <laughs> my normal routine for I trim my mustache, I have a little tiny little comb and I take the comb and I comb down the little, little bits and then I, I, I kind of just trim the edges and make sure everything's nice and you know. Um, so you're trimming clean. it on the other side of the comb. It's on kind the other side of, like of the comb, and I can, or even like or even like just combing it down and then just doing that. My brain switched. And it thought that the buzzer was in one hand and the comb was the other. And instead of combing with the comb, I combed with the buzzer. And I took off a chunk of my mustache. Luckily, I was very unfortunate. Why everybody is going happy birthday, Eric Badur? I told them all to wish Eric a happy birthday because you saw him in chat. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah it is today. Uh... Luckily, uh, I have dark mustache hairs and a rather thick mustache, and I only took out a certain part. But and you, so you can't notice it very much. You, if you look closely, you could probably see a little it's, bit. No, it's gone. We're just like live CGing it back onto this yeah. footage right now. Yeah. Uh, like Henry Cavill. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But I can't stop touching the area because it's a step. Like there is the a, there, there's a divot where I have taken away my mustache. Because here it's like, oh, it's just nice and all the same texture. And it's like, there, there, there's a spot. <laughs> But it was just like, just oh, we go in. Get it? Uh, I don't know if you can see it. Let me see. As it's showing you uh, John's mustache, you can can barely see it. It's just right there. You can see a little bit of change. I'll read the text that John sent me that morning at eight (laughs) forty-six in the morning. Kill me now, Barb. I just took a chunk of my mustache off accidentally. Today of all days, I have a shaving accident. I. (laughs) Was I had to make a decision of like either I'm going to try to deal with this or I'm going to just shave my mustache off and that's just how I'm going to be on the premiere of our squat team force like well, uh, stuff. One comment. If it made you feel any better, I mustache. showed up that day with a sty. I tried to hide it from you guys and like only show you one side of my face. <laughs> we didn't notice. We yep. didn't notice. And then I fucking today, guess who shows up with a sty? <laughs> Me. 
me. Yeah, you like texted back this morning. I like I was like, is everybody good to come in What's today? Was it like an eye lump? What is this? So thigh? it's a, I, I'm not it's quite sure. It's an infected sure. gland. I think it's an infected gland. Like something gets in and then gets infected. Or I don't even know if something has to enter it, but. It can be, it can be irritated by then a foreign object. You either get, depending on which lid it is, you get like a little white bump just on the kind of edge of your lid. But my, the white bump hadn't formed this morning. So my whole eyelid was just swollen. And I was like, oh, oh, good. I can't wait to be in content with this. <laughs> I was actually telling Gus right before the podcast, I was considering going to find an eye patch and doing the podcast with an eye patch on and just I, never referencing it. I told it. her just to put the ma her mask over her, her, <laughs> oh, her eye. I, I got a sty recently. Uh, for some reason, that's been on my docket as well. And I got a really, really bad one. And the only way that it, it, it felt like bearable was when I, I bought this like com compress from like CVS that you like microwave and then you put on and it having there felt good but it's that's not a, it's not good to have to be like this all the time when you want to do two hand activities like even like play video games something like that and so for a couple of streams i took a bandana and i just tied that comp compress <laughs> to my eye and so there's like i'm sure in one of the most streams there's just footage of me just like with a patch on my eye playing Yarr. you know pokemon snap or something i mean you don't need depth perception when you're looking at a screen right so it actually was, fun. no, I, I was playing like Pixelmon and it was hard. It was like, for some reason, it still is very difficult. <laughs> well, I was just thinking it would be funny if I had it for this podcast because I wouldn't be able to really see you guys too well. I'd be able to see side of the set. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's really confusing because I love looking up illnesses and ailments online where it's like, oh, it could be cancer for everything. <laughs> it always yeah. could be cancer. But for this one, it's like, okay, my eye is swollen and painful. Cold compress, cold compress, cold compress. Sty. Hot compress, hot compress. And I'm like, but I don't know which one it is. I don't know if it's just a swollen eye from an infection or a Lukewarm compress. <laughs> just dunk your head in a bath of water. Well, you're a dunkelman. Oh. So, yeah, go for it. I say I, I, I'd vote warm compress. Yeah, I'll probably warm do that when I yeah. um, We're not going to wrap up quite yet. We're getting close to the end. But I do feel compelled to mention that uh, we have uh, part of our spring event series going on this Friday. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, Fun House uh, this <coughs> Friday, Murder from the Top Rope. It's a championship wrestling role-play mystery with uh, James and Elise Willems, Daniel Schneider, Charlotte McGrath, Ryan Haley. Um, so, yeah, it's going on. Uh, head over to the URL in the lower third there, springeventseries.eventbrite.com. Tickets are 20 bucks. Check it out. Sounds like a super great event. You can go If you go there, you can read what it's all about. I don't want to read the whole <laughs> thing for you and spoil it, but... It sounds like it's going to be amazing. It sounds like a fucking great concept. Are you doing a spring event? I am guys? not. No. Well, our group is. Uh, ours, the Sty Guys? Uh, the Sty Guys is going to be, be our is, new name. Is what we're going to be called. Um, no, we ha uh, we're the, the last not one to of the... Not to be confused with the Shy Guys. <laughs> <laughs> we can collab with them. Yeah. Um, and the Try Guys. Uh... It's no, like the last one in May. It's last one in May, and it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's being hosted by Good Morning From Hell. And they're doing a live Good Morning from Hell game show. Yes, uh, I think I, I might be there. Yeah. For you can it. see you can see the details for that one as well on that website that was in the lower third and that I I, I mentioned a little earlier. Oh, it's right there if you want to read it. Yeah. And if you want to get a ticket, twenty bucks. Go get it. Why not? Do it. Yeah, Do you it guys now. just did the Achievement Hunter one last Friday. Yeah. That looked like a ton of fun. Yeah, it was pretty chaotic. It was pretty us. Yep. Yep. I, I ended up on Michael's shoulders. I saw that. I was, tuned uh, in at various points in time during the stream, and I, I saw you guys uh, playing with water. Yeah, I like just some water. the idea of Michael, my boy. N we're not together for uh, like an entire year, and then the moment we're back together, I'm sat on his head. We're literally so. one person, yeah. 
It was good times. The amount of trust you put in Michael to not drop you on the concrete is impressive. He was starting to quiver towards the end. And then um, one of the very nice Code 4 guys helped get me down yeah. and like, <laughs> put, like, putting a child out of a high chair. Yeah. Keep by the underarms. Yeah. What was the best part of that? Just oh, just seeing people. Yeah. It's so just nice being able to make an instant comment to someone's face was right. really nice. Comment to someone's <laughs> face. <laughs> I uh, I read an absolutely, a totally different topic. I read an absolutely disgusting story the other day that I've been dying to share with you guys. Okay. Is it about Stai? No, it's not. Oh. But apparently there was this phenomenon that used to happen in New York City that I was unaware of, uh, you know, in the old days before smartphones and digital currency. If you wanted to ride the subway in New York, you had to have a token. You yeah. You put like a token in the turnstile and go through and get on the on the train. Yeah. Apparently there were people who were referred to as token suckers who would intentionally put stuff into the token slot to jam it so the token wouldn't go in. Uh, and then when, like, it didn't work and your token was stuck in the machine, they would come out from, like, the side somewhere and put their mouth onto it and suck the token out. That way they could then reuse it because, like, each token was worth, like, a buck fifty. So they would make it so that the token wouldn't go all the way through so that they could then come and retrieve it through yeah, suction. Yeah, suck it out. Right. And I cannot imagine... Surely there's better ways to make a buck fifty. <laughs> Gavin already looks like he wants to puke. There's some other sucking you could do for that's maybe disgusting. a little more money. I cannot imagine putting that token in my mouth, much less putting my mouth onto the machine to like where everyone's suck on fingers it. go. Right. It's, it makes my teeth hurt for some reason. <laughs> it makes my immune system hurt. <laughs> <laughs> everything hurt. Like, what if you get stuck while you're sucking it? You just like <laughs> <laughs> suck it on the machine, or you suck it too hard and it clanks the back of your throat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, God. It's absolutely So what do they do to prevent disgusting. token suckers? Well, now it doesn't happen anymore. Well, they just eradicated them together. Right. Altogether. But, like, what do they do at the time? Uh, I don't think there was anything they could do at the time. Uh, here, I'm going to read a uh, uh, a little a snippet here. I guess, like, there was a... Uh, they, were, they were talking to uh, police who worked uh, in the subway at the time. And uh, one of the quotes was, these guys had a lot of various diseases. You name it, they had it. You don't last too long in that line of work. Um, Maybe just they could have, like, ventilated it so there wasn't an airtight way to get them out. Like a looser situation. Yeah, like a mesh around it or something. You're, you're making me think of... Um, there's a, a trend that sometimes happens on, like, a TikTok where someone makes a video with the full intention of, like, the you know a story they're going to tell or some question they're going to ask but something about the video totally derails everybody so no one ever reacts to the full video they just react to the one thing that went weird and there's a video of a guy that's sitting in his car and he's like starting he's like i want i need i want to talk to you guys about something and he takes a drink of his boba tea you know with the tapioca yeah. balls yeah, yeah, yeah. but he just sucks down the straw and then just swallows completely and so everybody just keeps making like duet videos like are we going to talk about the fact that he didn't chew those? <laughs> They're just, I don't know what the rest of his video is because he just like sucked down the straw and then just instead of chewing on the tapioca balls. Are you meant to chew them? I never get that. I yeah, you, I, I mean, it's like a pop. I, never buy that. I would say more like you kind of. Yeah, and you, you kind of chew on a little bit because they are like. They're big old suckers. I used to when I when I couldn't um, for a long time I couldn't swallow pills because I'd freak out and choke on them. I remember until that until I was, was like deep into my twenties. So to practice when I was a kid, I would just swallow peas whole. Like whenever I would eat <laughs> peas, I would just be like, 
Gavin, I did the exact same fucking thing with peas. Did you really? Yep. Does every kid do that? I, no, 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 probably not. No, I think me, you, and I are the outliers. Maybe in that. Situation. There are two people, two types of people in this world. There we were destined kids. to meet and become friends. I know, and talk about this shared experience <laughs> right here. That's Frozen man. or cooked? Cooked, like cooked. like when you were eating dinner. Frozen. <laughs> Don't look at me like I'm the crazy person. You just said that you practice your mom's like, hey, for vitamins. Why, who keeps getting into the frozen peas? What's going on here? Well, I mean, what does a pill uh, resemble more? A soft, mushy pea or a frozen hard well, one? Well, it's a practice, so you want the mushy one. So you <laughs> yeah, you want to stop mushy just to like tease the throat. If you're doing the frozen one, you might as well try the pill. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what thought process went through this rehearsal. Not you a whole get, lot. You, you'll get brain freeze from a frozen pea. I guess be real so. If you're doing it that quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Dum. All right. Well, uh, it's time to wrap up. Uh, I want to thank everyone for watching. Uh, we'll see you guys again next week. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. James and I've got a new podcast called Wrestling with the Week. It's me and former AEW tag team champion Scorpio Sky getting together to break down everything that happened over the last week. Video games, shoes, crazy news stories, wrestling, of course, all the things we're into. Not into wrestling? This show is still for you. So check out Wrestling with the Week wherever you get podcasts and subscribe now. What a week.